Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and this is another episode of our UTMB pre-race interview series. We are chatting with Hannah Allgood, a professional trail runner for DinaFit based in Colorado Springs, Colorado, ahead of her race at UTMB CCC later this month. Before we get started though, this episode is brought to you by Gnarly Nutrition. Gnarly Nutrition is a sports nutrition company based here in my hometown, Salt Lake City, Utah. I use their tropical orange flavored Fuel 2.0 drink mix on workout days and long runs, and I use their chocolate flavored plant protein powder mixed into my oatmeal at breakfast on most days. If you're interested in trying Gnarly or you are already a customer and want a good deal for being a single track listener, use code SINGLETRACK20 to get 20% off your next order at checkout on their website. All right, Hannah, all good. Welcome to the Single Track Podcast. Hey, Finn. Thanks for having me. I know we're going to spend the majority of this conversation talking about your upcoming race at CCC, but uh, this is our first time meeting, so I'd love to just get a little bit of background. I saw, I think it was on Instagram, that you recently signed a professional running contract with DinaFit, which to me is interesting on many levels because they seem to be making a much more significant investment in our sport in recent years. So can you talk about how that opportunity came about and uh, yeah, just what excites you about partnering with that brand? Yeah. So a little bit about that brand in general, Um, their US base is in Boulder. And so last year they had their first year, they um, sponsored the race Never Summer. So that was my first 100K last year. And so Originally, uh, Michael, the athlete, U.S. athlete manager, was there, and so he kind of originally, like, I guess, heard of me there. He was there, so he saw me finish. Um, and then, yeah, and then this year after Gorge, they reached out, kind of like, hey, like we were like, you know, kind of looking at you, but wanted to make sure, like, you know, there was potential there. I think, um, yeah, they've really started to focus, like say a lot more on the trail running team and finding, um, mountain athletes. And so that was kind of the, how that started and super fun. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I think realistically they're the, they always talk about like being the mountain athlete. And so that's really cool to me too, since I think my heart lies in like very grindy races. Like I really Mm. like super steep, steep descents, but like longer races. So yeah, that was kind of, um, what happened and I really liked their shoes and really, really liked their gear. And then the team is really important to me. And so I was really excited to meet a lot of people on the team, um, and have made like great friends with that. And I think that's something that's really special to me. And so that was really, really important that I got along with other people and there's a family dynamic within it. So, yeah. I think that's super cool when you have a brand like that, that's intentionally creating a team around a type of trail runner. I feel like there are other brands in our sport that, you know, have some athletes on the road, some on the track, some on the trail, but this is like a true mountain brand. It's kind of like, uh, well, I guess you could say Hoka and Solomon do that, but like La Sportiva too. So that's super cool. Um, you have had, you, you mentioned a couple of races. You've had a great year so far this year, wins at the Gorge 100K, the San Juan Solstice. I want to talk about San Juan in particular because it's not <laughs> often the case that a 50 mile ultra ends in a sprint to the finish. And you did that. You, you battled out Claire Gallagher for the win. So, uh, can you talk about that? Have you ever, have you ever had an athletic moment that has come down to the wire like that? Uh, yeah. So San Juan was really special in general. So, um, it was one of the, f- 
like my favorite races I've probably actually ran. So one it's in, um, Lake city. And so that's really special, like small community, 400 people, everybody's there helping. So that was really fun. And it's so beautiful, you know, so much above tree line, but anyways, I've never been more scared at the end of a race than like being ahead of Claire Gallagher, but I had no idea where she was. I didn't know. I was hoping I had like 10 minutes, but obviously that's a very unrealistic expectation to be ahead of Claire like that. And so, yeah, at the last age station, um, it was mile 40 and I picked up Gil cause I was like, you may as well like run with me, like let's go. Um, and so then picked him up and I was like, I don't know where Claire is. I know she's super close, so we better start sprinting. And yeah, and a lot of it, there's like one last climb um, and then there's a downhill. And so the climb I took, unfortunately, slower than I would have liked. Um, and then the downhill came and just sprinted. But yeah, we were in town probably about, I don't know, three fourths of a mile. And you know, we were like, okay, like we got this, we could do this. And I look, I don't know why I look back and I see her like bright blue shirt. And I literally was like, oh no, had said some other choice words. And then I was like, we got to go. And so literally just started sprinting, whatever a sprint looks like, you know, at, you know, less than a, a mile to go at mile 50. But yeah. And I just started sprinting and then, um, I thought maybe we started a little too soon. I was like, oh no, like, now we're going too soon. And then Gil was like, just kept looking back. I kept looking back. And then finally when I, I, cause I didn't know where we were in town. So you're like taking lefts and rights. And I was like, I don't even know where the finish is. We could be doing this for another mile. Um, yeah. And then finally I recognized the field where I knew the finish was and like r- relaxed at the end. But yeah, that was, I think the most incredible thing is she's amazing, but she came across the line and was like, that was the most fun race I've ever had. And I think that was a really special moment of just like, we both just did something so hard and that was so fun. And I mean, I, she's someone I've looked up for a long time. So it was really special. Super cool. Well, last thing I want to ask you about before we get to the race at hand, you have a new podcast in the free trail network with Ryan thrower. And I'll just say one thing. I think what's so cool is it's super hard in my opinion to differentiate as a podcast in the trail running space, because there's, there's sort of like a, a popular model. Most people follow it, but you guys are carving out, a very specific, interesting niche. So talk about what this podcast is all about and what the plans are for it. Yeah. So the podcast is, um, something that Ryan has thought about. I cannot take any credit for this, uh, podcast idea. He has been thinking about it for a really long time. Um, his dad had a radio, like a radio show. And so he wanted to do something similar and we bonded over music actually like blink 182. Um, before Western, I was like, you know, I don't know. I was like, you need to make me a playlist and all this stuff. And then we've just become friends since. And then, um, right before hard rock, he was like, called me. It was, and he was like, we have to do it. Like I have this great idea. I think it would be perfect. So yeah, he gets all the kudos of it. Um, but yeah, so essentially, um, we just started. So podcast, a new podcast is going to actually come out every Thursday. So that's the plan. So, um, essentially we both choose five songs, um, about a different theme, um, idea, whatever you want. And then from there, we're talking about the songs, talking about music, you know, talking about trail running in the interim, but also we want to kind of provide people with new music and kind of like a playlist for your run. Um, and so that was kind of the dream. And for me, uh, really excited about bringing music 
like to the forefront because it's super special to me. And I honestly, it's just like an hour that Ryan and I get to hang out. So it's super fun. Um, but in the future, we're hoping to kind of bring on different outdoor brands or nonprofits and kind of expose that so that people know a way to like give back to trail running because both music and trail running are really important to us. So wanting to continue to give people music, talk about trail running, talk about our lives, and then just hang out. <laughs> Well, I, I got to give you a ringing endorsement. I've only listened to the first episode, but the music selection is awesome. I used to be a big Pete Yorn fan, and I didn't even know he was still in the game. Like I, 10 years ago, that was my jam, but he's back and, this, and the songs are great. So I think it's awesome. You guys do an awesome job. Well, thanks, Finn. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about CCC. I'm curious, you know, you've had these two great races already this season. Where does CCC fit into your game plan for the year? Is it the focal point? Like, is it your A race for the season? Yeah, so if you would have asked me this back in January, I would have said, I'm just going to France to like have fun and hang out. Um, that has significantly changed. Um, yeah, I think I this year was a big step for me in the, the side of I wanted to go to a little bit more difficult courses, difficult, more, you know, competition in general and kind of see like, can I actually do this? Like I'm actually good at this or am I just like choosing races that I can do well at? And so then giving me a sense of false, kind of like a false hope, I guess, if that's the right term. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, so kind of at the beginning of the year, that was not the goal. And then after Gorge, I was like, okay, like, I think I am figuring it out. Um, I think a lot of that, it comes to like, Gil and I have talked a lot about this. Um, this is the first year that I feel like when he sees me at races, he's like, I don't even like know who this person is. <laughs> Cause like before I think I was wanted to do really well, wanted to be really good, but it was a little bit more like very lackadaisical too of like, I'm doing well, but I'm not, mm. you know, pushing as much. And so after kind of Gorge and San Juan, I think CCC became a, the real goal to just see, but I'm also, I think very realistic. Like I haven't ever raced in Europe before. This is my first time in Chamonix and my first time like being in this big of an environment. So super excited for like the training I've put together and the hard work and the team around me. Um, the, I have now transitioned from, I'm just going out here to like see things to, I really want to put together a really good race and see what I can do. That is super interesting what you said there about how your mindset has transformed. And I guess I'm curious, is that circumstantial and, and based on the moment and, or has it always been in you and it's appeared in other areas of your life or other sports back in the day? Yeah, I think, I mean, it starts back from like when I was in basketball. So basketball is like my first love of the sport and basically started in fifth grade and every summer, like the gym that, or the high school I went to was like two and a half miles from my house. I would, I lifted every day, went to the basketball, like every single day. Cause I was like, I want to, I like want to be the best. I want to do the best I can. And I'm short. So like, obviously I have to work extra hard in basketball because I'm like five, five. So not look, no one's like looking at me, but I think that's where it kind of started is just like knowing I could get better and like seeing mm -hmm. where that went. Um, and then also knowing just like, consistency pays off. So, you know, the more you work towards a goal, just like step by step by step, you're going to see progress. And then kind of just seeing, I'm just trying to see what's, what's there. What do I have? And I, like I said, that started way back in the day when my, me and my dad would go and he would just pass me the ball for two hours and run me through drills. And yeah, just kind of the, the desire to see what I can do. Um, so yeah. 
Well, I know you were able to get out to Chamonix relatively early before race day to do some scouting and, and course previewing. Do you have any expectations heading into this race, especially given that you're undefeated this year, every race you've been in, you've won. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious, like where are your confidence levels? How are you feeling fitness wise? Stuff like that. Yeah, I think I'm honestly just grateful to be on the start line with so many amazing women. Honestly, I think, um, that's the biggest thing just seeing all these women and, and men of two, but just these athletes that have accomplished so much, like, I think I'm still just grateful to be here. Um, and so I think mm. respecting that as well, like we, I did the first part of the course a couple of days ago and, or yesterday, yesterday did that. And it kicks my butt a little bit. And I was like, Oh gosh, I have to keep running after this. This is interesting. Um, but I think the big thing is I really try to like the last mantra that I had at San Juan was you versus you. And so I think that's the same thing. I'm just really trying to see what I can do and I'm going to put the best that I can. And maybe I get first, maybe I get last. I don't know. Like I'm, but I think the main goal for me is see what I can do and appreciate the time that I have here because you know, anything can happen. And also just taking the moment of like being with all these spectacular athletes that I look up to so much. And so yeah, I feel, I feel good, but I also think like everybody is working hard towards that goal and there's a huge respect for everyone around that. So yeah, I have very high hopes, Finn. Um, but I'm also just like, again, grateful for the opportunity to be here. So yeah. Are you somebody that embraces these types of events that are on the world stage versus, uh, you know, your classic races in the States and, and whatnot? Well, I think there's a little uh, different flavor to each of them, but now that this has been my first one, I am hoping I'm just not going to be o- too overwhelmed. Um, but like I said, I think it co- I'm more just I'm really grateful to be here and I want to use this opportunity well. So, yeah. Last question I have for you. I know next to nothing about what DinaFit has on the market. So what does your gear look like for race day? Like what shoes are you racing in? Yeah, so I will be racing in our Ultra 100s. Um, that is kind of the, I would say, our long shoe, the cushiest shoe that they have. And so I that's what I ran in at San Juan, and I had zero blisters, zero toenails lost, feet felt great. So, And we went through like 20 streams in that, so I feel like <laughs> that was really cool. And so, yeah, I'm going to be using their shoes, DinaFit packs, shorts, all, all the get-up gear. So I'll have it all on. But, yeah, Ultra 100s are our a cush shoe that I'll be wearing. Awesome. Well, hey, we are looking forward to following your race in a couple of weeks here. We'll make sure to link to all of your social media in the show notes. We'll do a little call to action for your new podcast. Yeah, Trail Running Radio. That was, I I was like, I didn't even say the word. So Trail Running Radio with Ryan Thrower and Hannah Allgood. So, and we also want suggestions for themes or things that you guys want to hear. So thanks, Finn, for, uh, you know, shouting out a, a, another podcast on your podcast. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Rising tide lifts all ships, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, cool. Hey, have a good one. Talk soon. Thanks. <laughs>